0: what's good my peeps this is Dom what's up everybody this is Isaac and this is street episode 28 28 right 29 29 absolutely see I'm I'm losing track we we've been going for a minute oh got a lot of good stuff for you guys today uh make sure you guys like and subscribe to the balls like podcast network channel and turn on your notifications and ring that bell we're talking a lot of NBA playoffs today including the dramatic fashion the lakers won in the first round of the playing um we had uh um, you know the the game was up and down the lakers were down most of the game came back won the game almost lost it and won the game basically on the free throw line uh um here's a little clip of the almost game-winning shots that dennis Schroeder hit at the end of regulation driving to the rim gets outside Schroeder for the win Let's go! I was so hyped for how? This how did the Lakers? And then I think Davis What's proceeded going? to foul Mike Conley on the three at the end of at the end of regulation, and Mike Conley hit three th- three free throws to take it into overtime. The Lakers pretty much dominated the overtime period, showed their stifling defense. Um, I was pretty proud of the Lakers from my perspective as a fan, how good a defense they played at the end of that regulation period. Uh, They were down by 15 to 20 points most of the game and came back and and won it. Um, You see it. Anthony Davis getting offensive rebounds, this, that, and the other. Uh, But now they're on to a tougher team, Memphis Grizzlies, who, as you know, we've talked about on the show, have gone through a lot of turmoil and drama this season with John Morant, Dylan Brooks, this, that, and the other. Um, pretty young. I was looking at the roster, they don't have one 30 year old on this roster. Um, that's crazy, that's a crazy stat, right? There. Um, Steven Adams is the oldest dude on this team, 29 years old. He won't be available for the first round of the playoffs.
1: Steven Adams is only 29 years old,
0: yeah, bro. He's a million man.
1: Wow, I thought he was like
0: 35 at least. He's been in the league for a while. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, he was young, and he was a one-and-done, man. One-and-done. See, John ja Wick right there. Uh, you know, we don't promote gun violence on this on uh, on this on this show, but, uh, you know, given all the stuff that's happened to the Grizz this year, uh, the Lakers are actually on a glow-up right now. Uh, last 24 games had the best record in the NBA, uh, but still inconsistent, man. As much as they played good defense on uh, Tuesday, they gave up a lot back on the offensive end with silly turnovers. So my question is this can the Lakers pull off the 2-7 upset against this Grizzlies team?
1: I think they can if Anthony Davis is on his P's and Q's because, I mean, we saw the last game, drew that stupid foul, and they almost lost the game because of that, went to overtime. But I think uh, Anthony Davis plays a a big piece to the success that the Lakers will have. And I think Dennis Schroeder is playing really well right now, bro. Dennis looks really good. So I think they got it. Yeah, I think I think, I think think they'll, they'll pull it off because Memphis is young. They've been doing, you know, their main player has been, you know, on socials at the club, you know, going up. But, yeah, I, I think the Lakers got this one for sure. What about you?
0: Man, I'm Lakers all the way, but I'm biased, you know. I feel like we have yeah. to have a good series from AD and LeBron, obviously, but we got to have a good supporting cast. Obviously, Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, D'Lo. Uh, Malik Beasley um, I feel like our first seven have to really have a good series and somebody besides AD and uh, LeBron have to pull, pull up and have a good game especially on the road we need 20 points from Austin Reeves or we need 25 from Delo or we need a we need five threes from Malik Beasley on one of those to steal a road game and take home court advantage in the series but I think it's really possible but it depends on what Lakers team shows up being inconsistent yeah. this entire season if everybody's i feel
1: like if everybody's contributing to the dub like i think the lakers are tough to be i think the lakers are a, a powerful team but everybody has to be on their on their stuff man and
0: lebron man. i totally agree totally agree but we'll see uh i have faith in my laker team i, I this first time i've said it all season I, I think that we have our defense is good enough to mask a lot of our drawbacks on offense so Hopefully, we can get it done against this inexperienced uh, Grizzlies team. Um, <clears throat> yeah, guys a shooter. Not not that kind of oh, <laughs> Hey, uh, is that too uh, soon? Is it too soon? <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I think we played that clip on the show already, so it's fine. It's fine. You know um, what's crazy?
1: After all this drama going on with Ja. it's kind of scary. It's scary yeah. for the Lakers. I guarantee he's going to come out. On level a thousand, ready to go crazy because after what he's he needs he needs to perform in the playoffs to make up for the, all the BS he's been through.
0: Fat boy Dylan Brooks better just uh, back up his shit talk. That's all I'm saying because he he don't he in my opinion he not he not good enough to be talking the way you do. But uh, that that's another that's another thing. But let's move on to something that's a little more. I guess like uh, a lot. A lot of people think that this is a, a problem between. There's been a problem between Russ and KD, and they faced off in the first round, four or five matchups. Sun versus Clippers, and um, Russ actually addressed this the other day when the media asked him about it. Um, dude, um, you see the matchup right here. This is really the marquee matchup of the series. But Russ had something to say about. Uh, what he felt about this uh, upcoming matchup with KD, and that about their so so-called beef. Um, I know we have a clip. Um, scroll it. Um,
1: no, nothing. That would be normal for me. Uh, there's no like. I think people still think like there's some beef or something. There's no beef of any sort. I think that's a, a good narrative for you know, for media for people to talk about. But there's no beef, man. I got. Nothing but respect for him and things he's done uh, with his career and having to see him back from injury. Uh, There's no beef um, at all, but he knows I'm going to compete and I know he's going to compete, and that's all it is. Oh, wait a minute, Damo, He never said said that was his guy, though. There's no beef, but that's not his guy. That's fine. It's a little bit. No, it's competitive nature in there. We got some competitive competitors, man.
0: You see, you, you see the matchup right here, but here's the thing. Being a part of the media, too, I feel like we're trying to create narratives for, I guess, for a good storyline. Um, and never have I ever until now have had any type of, I mean, I guess the way KD left OKC probably left a bad taste in his mouth. But I've never got any type of inkling besides that, that Russ had a problem with KD and vice versa. So I don't really know where this came from. But the more important thing is who's going to win this series? Four or five matchup. The Clippers come in hobbled. The the new look Suns have KD at the helm with uh, Devin Booker and uh, CP3. Who do you think gets this one?
1: You know, it's crazy. They got to do a narrative, like, set up a narrative like this because, bro, we already know who's going to win the NBA finals. The Suns are winning the whole deal. <clears throat> Clippers are not beating the Suns, bro. Like, we already know what's going to happen. So might as well create a cool little narrative. Put some put some flavor on the on the on the playoff first round. Like, come on now? The Suns. Who you got?
0: I'm calling it first. This has nothing to do with the series. I have more faith in the Lakers winning the championship than the Suns. What? Yeah, you're sick. You're Absolutely. sick. Absolutely. With AD,
1: you saw what AD did. You saw him foul the corner the corner three ball.
0: That's fine, but he had 21 16 and five as well. he 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 he, he, he anchored our comeback. He just made a stupid decision. But I yes. it's CP3 is time, bro. CP3 is cursed. He not no, he been cursed. It's, now it's time though. He yeah. broke his curse. He look, got to mid- be it's going to be some crazy stuff. I I mean, I don't wish injuries on anyone. He's going to be going to the to the rim. Nobody look nobody around him and he's going to sprain his ankle or some shit. This always happens to him in the playoffs every year. He gets he hurt. And it'd be be the worst thing. It's not like a oh bruised shoulder or something. It's always like, oh, I broke my wrist or I did this, that, and the other. Like, it's always some crazy shit with him. And I love CP3 as a player, but you got, like, I've been seeing this for 15, 16 years now. Like, you get hurt in the worst moment possible every time. Every time. And I honestly think that for as much as the – as the Suns got with their trade, they gave up a lot to, and their team is fragmented now. They don't have a complete team. They sent their three best on-ball defenders
1: away. But but look, I don't think CP3 has to do as much as he used to with this squad. With the goons he has around him, he doesn't have to be so dominant, even though we know That's he's right. a dominant point guard.
0: I also think they're too dependent on offense in this case. And their offense, you know, I think anybody can play with KD, but, like, it's just, like, that takes yeah. chemistry to really perfect. No, I said anybody can play with KD. Anybody can. Uh, like, he's that type of player. Like, yeah. he's not, like, a super ball-dominant guy and he's efficient. But offensive chemistry really takes time. And I don't feel like they've had enough time to really perfect that with three guys who who need the ball in their hand, frankly. it's fair. I imagine they did perfect it, though. Scare. Yeah, but that, that, that's going to be sometime next season, not now. I don't, I don't think the Suns are going to have a chance to win the title, to be honest. That, that's, that's my honest opinion. Okay. But mm-hmm. I do think that won. I do think that won the series, though. I do think that won the series. Okay. that's fair. All right, Battle of the North. Warriors Ooh. versus Kings. The new booties. The Kings have not been in the playoffs for almost twenty years, and you see this right here. We got Steph versus D. Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Splash Brothers versus the new look. Are we gonna light the beam this time or what? You see, this this series right here is going to be very exciting and high scoring. We have the number one scoring offense in the league versus the number two scoring offense in the league. Um, and the Warriors come in hot. Uh, their last regular season game, they they broke the NBA record for most points scored in a quarter with 55 against the oh Portland. My so, my question is this. Like, are we going to see this uh, this whole narrative where people say that people like championship teams can turn it on and play their best when they need to, or is this kind of like the time where we pass off the torch and are the uh, this the Kings going to get this one? Man, I don't know. The Kings are a really, really good team, but
1: man, I'm going with the Warriors, man. I'm betting on the OGs, man. And, yes, I believe they turned it up at the – it's game time now. now it's it time to turn up? So, yes, I'm, I, I think the Warriors are going to – the Splash Brothers are going to come in and start splashing and doing what they do. And then, again, you can't take those uh, – you can't take the Kings lightly because they got a lot of
0: tough pieces, man, tough pieces.
1: You when know what? I
0: can't, I can't use my rule on one thing and not use it on the other. I was just talking about CP3, how he always gets hurt. And that's what I, that's what I trust him to do. You know, that's sometimes it's not in his control, but in the same breath, I got to see somebody put this full strength, Warriors team out of the playoffs. It hasn't happened since they got, they got dubbed three, one back in 2016, they, they, they gave up a three, one lead in 2016, all the other times they've been in the playoffs or haven't made the playoffs. They've been, they've had, they've had significant injuries to their best players. Every, every other time they won a championship. So I, I got to see this happen before I bet against the Warriors at all. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a run to the finals right now. Just of how hot they are, uh, Jordan Poole, Klay Thompson, Steph Curry had the most threes in NBA history by a trio. And they got the good anchors and role players, I believe, to to put themselves in a the position to make a run. But I also think that the Kings can get them on this one. But we'll see. You know, the Kings got – the Kings
1: for sure out there – I'm not doubting the Kings for sure. I'm not. I'm not counting them out. <laughs> they got a really good team this year, but mm-hmm. like you said the Warriors can't really bet against them. Man, they
0: they do you this. They can't. do. This. You you can't bet against them until they prove to you that they're not they're not like that anymore. And we've seen flashes of this. My only problem with them is they went like eight and thirty three on the road this year. Damn, they're not good on the road. They're not going on the road at all. And maybe that's because they use that for load management nights, this that and the other. I'm not sure, but I haven't seen them perform on the road yet, uh, on a consistent basis. So that might be a big factor in the series, especially with the, you know, the the hysteria going on in Sacramento around lighting this beam, bro. They love lighting the beam. And all the fans are going nuts right now. So now, that when, hostile when did, road environment might get to them. When did the beam come about? Like, what's the this history year? on the beam? They started oh, you this year. For, yeah, they started this year. Like the beat. Oh, hey, that's sick. That's a dope ass concept. No, it's really dope. Like, I love it. Shout out to our guy Justin Williams, Junior Kings manager, Sacramento Kings. First time making the playoffs. We're proud of you up here at Street Ball Show. Shout out to you, Magic Boys, baby. Um, so lastly, we had our playing games. We are, our playing games have been drama filled. You saw the Laker game, uh, the, heat and, um, the Heat and the Heat and the Hawks were anticlimactic, but the two 9 9-10 matchups were pretty turned up from start to finish. Uh, last night, Chicago down by over oh, down by fifteen most of the game, come back to beat the Raps in dramatic fashion, uh, and the Raps went eighteen for thirty six from the line, thanks to a little bit of help from Demar Derozan's daughter. Distract him at the free throw line. Watch this clip. Oh, that was her screaming? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Not... Oh, it's in the drive. It's fine. But, hey, it's okay. Uh, she was screaming every time. I think we had some technical difficulties last night sending clips. Clearly, I, I didn't have a few in there that I sent. But she was screaming every time they were shooting. She was right behind the basket. And they missed some pivotal free throws at the end of the game when she was doing that. So, shout out to DeMar's daughter. She, she allowed the Chicago Bulls to survive another day. <laughs> uh, okay. the Bulls, then, the
1: Bulls I do not know the Bulls were that good. The Bulls have pieces. They're a scary team.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But they, they lack a lot of team chemistry. Um, they're obviously are missing a big piece in Lonzo Ball. He's been hurt for over a year now. Let's hope Lonzo recovers fully and is able to play again. Uh, but yeah, they they just they're a team that is good and talented, but for some reason just haven't been able to get it together. But they got it done last night. So they live to see another day. On the other end, the the Thunder pull out uh, a close win over the Pelicans on the road last night behind big games from Shea, Josh Giddy, and Lugans Dort. Lugans Dort hit, I think, six threes last night, scored 27 points. Uh Josh Giddey almost had a triple-double with 32 points and Shea led the way with 33. Now, our Six two months. final playing matchups for the eighth spot in the East and the West. You got Chicago going on the road to play Miami, and you have uh, OKC going on the road to play the Timberwolves. Now, who do you have in the Easter round matchup to, to get the eighth spot? shytown huh. I like
1: that. I got the Bulls in there for sure. After watching them, with, how, how they – how they play together and what they're doing right now turned up. Yeah, I'm going with the Bulls, and you know, Dalen Terry has him ready and turned up in the locker room, ready to rock. That's another reason why I believe, and I may I may be a little biased, but DT turns shit up.
0: Nah, it's facts. You know what? And uh, this Miami team has been very lackluster this year. Uh, with the uh, this, they just can't score. You know, they were they were the first seed last year going to the playoffs. We're one game away from making it to the NBA Finals, lost to lost to um uh, lost to Boston in seven. Um, but this team is just not from they're like night and day from last year, especially on the offensive end. So and they look like they're defeated out there. So I really feel like the uh the Bulls come in with good morale. I feel like they're gonna win this game. Um What about OKC versus T Wolves? Who's gonna win that game?
1: Ooh, that's tough. I got shade, I got shade, man. I'm betting on shade. He's
0: a, he's a killer. He's out there murdering right now. Like I'm going with the Thunder. I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, so we got two road wins in the in, in the battle for the A seed. Um, like, you know who's you know who's a freak? Who? Uh, uh, Patrick Williams from the Bulls. I agree. I saw him just bang on Jakaperto last night. It was nasty, bro. He's.
1: I was like, what? He's dunking stuff. Easy. It's like a Nerf hoop for him.
0: What? What? <laughs> He's nasty. No, it's crazy. Uh, but, they, you know, they, just, they got a younger team, more energy. Um, I feel like OKC, you know, for a team who's so inexperienced, they seem like they have a really good team around. They're playing for one another, unlike the Timberwolves, which you saw. Uh, uh, Rudy Gobert snuffing his teammates on, on the bench. Uh <laughs> Jaden Mc, Jaden McDaniels, you see it right yeah. here. Oh, <clears throat> come on, I got to see this. Hey, this was a half-ass punch. This was a little light skin punch, man. You're making light skins look bad with this one. Watch this, watch this, and he backs up. Look, 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 look. <laughs> the chest though—that's
1: like that was like hey. a brother. That was like a—I didn't really see that as like a punch where he was trying to
0: harm him. I saw it as a punch, like, come on, bro, like. No, that was like, a little brother. That was a little brother punch. That's scared of his older brother. He's like, I'm, am I'm, I'm gonna hit him, but I don't. The, the I want to hurt him. <laughs> yeah, nah. That's the one that he's scared to hit him. Like he, like as soon as he started swinging, he was like, "Um, oh, wait, what am I doing?" <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Let's. Slomo had to say about it though. Let's see what Slomo had to he say. Said about I'm
2: it. locked in on winning the game. That's what I woke up in the morning thinking. That's what I came to the arena thinking. So I mean, ain't nothing going. On. I'm too mentally tough for anything to get me off the path of walking out of here without the win. I want to win the game. That's what I am set my mind to. Do you think
1: it refocused
2: you guys? I mean, it's possible, and you've seen that happen you know, numerous times in games um, where guys get attacked and their team goes on around run. Eh, who knows? I mean, we were able to come together, and I'm happy we did. Oh Yeah, it is what it is. We, we move forward. We want to win games. It is what it is. I mean, it's... Uh, it ain't the first time someone swung on me. It is what it is. It is we keep it in house.
0: Yep. Is that you think you've
2: always been a vocal leader? Is that just kind of go car you know go with the territory a little bit challenging? I mean, uh, like, uh, I mean, I think our tempers just flared. Yeah. Uh, that's all. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. We'll, we'll speak about it and move on. We grown men. It is what it is. Let's move
1: on. I get punch at him. That's
0: hilarious. He was really, really mad to do that. Hey, bro, Kyle Answer from New Jersey, and not like the nice New Jersey, like uh, like he's from the hood, of New Jersey. So he definitely seen that before. It sounds like it looks like Rudy Gobert never did that before. He looked like a little rookie out there. He ain't never thrown a punch in his life. But uh, given all this turmoil, man, I, this is this is the deciding factor for me, including Jaden McDaniels being out with a broken hand due to the fact that he punched the wall at halftime in that game as well. Uh, I just don't think the T Wolves are in the headspace to really get a W right now. Um, yeah, not for mention, sure not. Car Anthony Towns is seven feet tall. And he doesn't want to post up. That's what playoff basketball is all about. I I, I saw this clip on NBA Inside, uh, NBA on TNT, and they showed the Lakers are switching five, bro. Nobody in the paint, and Dennis Schroeder's on Car Anthony Towns in the paint.
1: And, and he, he didn't did, post.
0: He slipped, he put his hand up for a little bit and then went to the corner. That's when I knew, oh, we're gonna beat these motherfuckers because these dudes ain't got no heart. Cats yeah. cat's a cat. Cats a cat. He's a
1: cat. No, oh God. If I'm if I'm if I got Dennis shooter on me and I'm seven feet tall, I'm mouse in the house. Give me the ball,
0: lay up. So we're gonna see Shea gilders Alexander make his first NBA playoff appearance, which would be dope. Um and then the the Bulls to take that last spot in the East, but honestly, I don't think either one of them have a chance in the playoff field. We didn't talk to the about the East disclaimer because to me, a lot of the East matchups are far gone conclusion. Who's going to win? Like there's there's no debate about it. In the West, we have these really unique situations where you have really talented teams for one reason or another being a low seed, so they're playing against a higher seed that might not be better than them, i.e. the Lakers or the. Uh, are the um the warriors you know for a multitude of reasons they're lower seed so that that's why those are interesting now we move on to, to our to one of our favorite segments nba elite feet and we got some good ones for y'all including a a special one that we're gonna talk about because this kid ain't in the league yet but he's going league one day i'll tell you that right now all right first we got we got Demar rocking some high red dope kobe one pro tro pe's these ones right here are going in as some of the best that we've highlighted this year. You'll see it on the up close. Those are nasty patent leather,
1: red throughout
0: with the nice little black accents. He even has his jersey number on there with the white swoosh. These ones are absolutely nuts. I love this shoe right here. Yeah, no, that's
1: that's a, that's a nice old shoe. Man, that's a throwback shoe, right? Yep. That's, that's the
0: Kobe one. It's the first Nikes that Kobe ever had.
1: Yeah, I'm walking with those. I, I love how he busted those out for this game because that's fire.
0: That's fire. Facts. That's, that's that's one playing game of fit. We got another one from LeBron, sporting some LeBron next-gen silhouette uh, from his, uh, his shoe line from this year, LeBron 20. Uh, you'll see it right here. I love – I mean, I don't really know what this colorway is inspired by, but I always love the little turquoise with the high red. It, they go together they they're like anya the bro i love this colorway right here
1: yeah what, what does he have written on the shoe i do see strive for greatness on there
0: uh, he always writes his kids his wife um he writes strive for greatness uh he always writes like all the same stuff on his shoes maybe something a little different every game but he writes on oh man in the arena' fire. yeah, yeah that's fire. man for the game, right at right home
1: before he leaves, Wait, what does he write that on his shoe? He got a sharpie in his locker, just ready right. to
0: write. When I was in high school, I used to write on all of my shoes, bro. um How? Why? Why? Why'd you write on your shoes? I'm like, how does that make you feel? It's just, I mean, uh we can ask. We can ask uh Oakley. He has a pair of my shoes. I gave them to him, and like they're they're like the last shoes I ever wore in high school, and I. I don't forget i don't remember exactly what i wrote but it was all like you know stuff that had to do with me like my people's like little notes like i i drew like i drew like a whole little thing on the side it's crazy like we can we can ask him to send me a picture on his day so you can see it um because i don't have any more of those shoes left I, I i either threw them away or gave them away but um yeah i love these shoes right here um Next, we have a really cool uh PE from the Steph Steph Tim Flow worn by Steph Curry on this on the final day of the Masters tournament. Some golf uh inspired Steph Curry Tim Flows. I you know this shoe, depending on the colorway, looks really good, but I really like the inspiration for this one and the day that he wore it on. The day, the day, the final day of the masters tournament.
1: Yeah, it's posture in this photo it looks like a golf posture. <laughs> That's what's funny, but um. Yeah, honestly, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, Domo. I, li- I like the concept behind these, but these are ugly as hell. <laughs> these are ugly shit.
0: No man, I I don't love these shoes, but depending on the colorway and like you know, it mutes some of the accents of the shoe and stuff like that. They don't look bad. Like this, this color right here looks okay. It's not not great, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I I just like the concept, but I, I
1: really don't like the shoe. Honestly, I think it's, I think yeah. it's ugly.
0: It is. It is what it is. All right, Jason Tatum. Hooping in some of his Tatum One zoos, and I guess he he put up numbers in these. All right, <clears throat> um, you see it right here. Love this colorway. Very simple, but still kind of flashy with the uh, with the little uh, I guess zebra print on the back. But it's red. I, th- I like that. I like that a lot. And the gold swoosh. I mean, the gold Jordan uh, thing. I love it.
1: This tatum, this is Tatum's first shoe, right? This is going to be his first shoe. Yeah, it's already this- out. Bro, I've seen a million, I've seen a million different colorways, and every colorway looks good. Like this, this, they hit Jordan hit with this shoe. This 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 Tatum one is fire. I'm here. I'm I might have to. Nah, I'm never gonna put those on. But those those they look comfy.
0: They look comfy. No question, bro. I agree. Um Lastly, we have a special entry here. It's, it's a little slow week because of the, um, you know, the plan. Not as many teams playing, so I decided to add someone who I believe is a future NBA player, Koa Pete. Koa Pete at Counter Magic Media Day, rocking some Girl Zero Resto Mod Dame Dollar collab right here. You see these shoes? I honestly could have highlighted most of these colorways for this particular shoe. All the kids that play Adidas love this shoe. And and there's different colorways and different looks. Patent leather, regular leather. This shoe right here, the way they br- are bringing it back is really dope, and I love it.
1: No, well, I love how they're coming out with different colorways. But this one specifically right here, with the money on the strap, mm-hmm. on the little, on the, on the design, fire. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen their, uh, a a a, a, a shoe like this.
0: This design is tough. And PSA for anybody that doesn't know. Cole P is one of the top sophomores in the country. He's one of the top players regardless of class. And you will see him on an NBA floor one day, uh, barring something crazy happening, uh, God forbid. Um, that man is certified. Uh, he's going to be a pro
1: one day. No, I think he's the number one pick in the draft, if we're being honest. Because I've seen Banchero. That was the number one pick in the draft. And that comparison is pretty accurate. The way they play, the way they move, their body moves, the the the, the, the way they're shaped. I'm calling it right now. Number one pick in the NBA draft, Cole op
0: Pete. We'll see, man, there's a lot of factors, but I know he's gonna be a lot of a pick, we'll see. Uh, um, speaking of content magic, content magic kicks off. I mean, we we play our second weekend of games this weekend to get prepared for the NCAA live period. Um, and we have a, a matchup between one former NBA player son and one current NBA legend, who's still in the game, content magic versus strive for greatness. Uh, Elijah Renus versus Bryce James. Uh, you see, Braden Burry's on the cover right now. He's one. He's one of the best players in the class of 2025. But Bryce James is coming out here, um, leading the way now that Bronny's moving on to hopefully play in college next year. What do you think about this matchup, Isaac? I'm excited for it. Like, come on now, you got
1: two uh, NBA legend sons going at it head to head. Like, we love to see this. I'm I'm excited to see it, man. And this is Elijah's. Uh, it's just—it's gonna be his first showing,
0: right? In AAU ever. Right. His first Conta Magic game. Last time he was at Team USA uh, mini camp. So this is gonna be his first game in a Magic uniform, donning Conta Magic number zero. I'm really excited for this one. Um, but who's gonna take the win? I don't think. Who to uh, Be honest. I know. Look, man. We almost beat him last year. Um, I feel like we were—we thought we were out man, out man for that game. But, you know, we just came in there and we did our thing. We played harder than them. We just gave it up at the end. But I really we think did. that this year is our year with the type of team that we have and how we guard and all that stuff. I think we're going to get them, to be honest. Not too
1: shabby.
0: Thanks for asking. No, oh, Siri's, Siri's trying to be in our show. Siri, get out of here. Uh, right. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're going to be striving greatness all the way. Um, uh, we're going to the- skip this.
1: Clips of that game will be up quick on Ball's Life. It'll be on all platforms, cracking. Yep. So I'm excited for Saturday, man. It's gonna be up, but yeah, I think I think we're gonna get it too. But it's not gonna be easy. That strike for greatness, sixteen new team is nasty. They got pieces. They got LZ, You know, mm-hmm. Bradenbury. They got they got big time pieces. But hey, man, mm-hmm. you know Magic in our in our culture, we fight. We're dogs over here. We smell breath ninety four feet. fades. We bite ankles. Hey, we could be down five. We could be down the whole starting five. We're playing our bench, and we're still
0: fading. Hey, we bite ankles, oh,
1: scratch <laughs> <laughs> all that.
0: Hey, since day, day uno, I was, I was, I was out there. Uh, I was out there biting ankles too. I don't care. As for, yeah, hey, for, cool. hey, for the family, I don't care. It's for the family. Whatever it takes. Oh, um, all right, man. Look. I don't think we created any any clips or anything for this, but this has been a hot button topic in college basketball. Uh, the transfer portal. We have had over 1,300 Division One basketball athletes enter the transfer portal this year. Um, overall, all levels, over 2,000. Um, now, for people who don't know, there's been there's been new parameters regarding transferring. First and foremost, when you used to transfer from Division One to Division One, you had to sit out a year. Now you're eligible right away to play if you if you're transferring for the first time. And lastly, the most important thing is the introduction to of NIL into the the college basketball ecosystem. Now, my question for you is is um is, is this a good thing for college basketball? The fact that kids can just transfer and go wherever they need to go. Um, and also, uh, it's no secret kids are transferring up after they have a good season. To in order to, you know, possibly get an NIL opportunity at a bigger college. Um, what do you think about the about this landscape? Like, do you think it's good for college basketball? Do you, what do you think about it?
1: I honestly think it's good because like there's a lot of players out there that go to university and the mm-hmm. coach doesn't believe in them. And hey man, if it's time to move on, if it's not gonna work out, let me train. Why I gotta sit out? Why I gotta train. Sit out and go and move on with my career and better myself. So I don't know. Yeah, I like that, but also with the money now, the NIL involved. Like, hey, these players are getting paid now. Go get your paper. Go get your paper. I respect it.
0: Get your money. Hey man. Hey, you. 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 music to my ears, bro. And and the coaches
1: now. The coaches now. You got to treat your players right. You got to make sure. Like it's more than. Like, oh, uh I'll get on right now and go get some money and play somewhere else and do what I got to do. Like,
0: yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I agree with you, um, but it's going to bring me to my next point as far as regulation goes. Um, I feel like there should be some type of regulation a little bit with the nil, only because of the two way street. Right. I've heard of instances where kids go to school because they're like hey we're going to give you $100,000 or something like that but that becomes conditional at a point if a kid gets hurt if a kid gets if a kid gets messed up or he can't play then that NIL money does is not binding they don't have to give it to them at this point so i feel like there should be more regulation in this case of something just more for the protection of the players the Probably players so. have just what's that like a contract you think like contract I don't know what it is, but like something like that so that we can make sure we're safeguarding the players so that they don't make bad decisions first off. And then if they do make a decision based on monetary value that they still get what they what they um what they were promised. But there's still a lot of gray area in this NIL deal um, that I'm sure they're going to continue to work through. But, man, it's going to be crazy soon. We're going to have NIL in high school, like high school athletes. I mean, you know, we, we talk about this all the time high school athletes getting paid to do, to, to, uh, off their name, image, and likeness, which is an amazing thing because a lot of these high school players have a high profile. But there's also a lot of predatory people out there. Um, so I feel like there should be something in place to make sure they don't get taken advantage of. That's simple. No, it's we'll so figure it out as me. we go. Yeah. We'll figure it out as we go. Um, hey. I know y'all like this episode make sure you tell your friends to like and subscribe to the balls laugh podcast network channel turn on your notifications and ring that bell all right we talk about this every week because i'm ecstatic about this balls like junior all america uh, sorry Um, uh, balls like laugh all-american <laughs> camp is in its 10th season of existence okay number 10 i played in the first one as a player we got ashton hardaway committed uh local Local talent, transferred out of the area for a few years, came back to Sierra Canyon for his fourth year. Um, First team all-league, committed to Memphis. And, bro, like, this is a big-time pickup for the Balls Life All-American game. Uh, What do you think about it?
1: Nah, for sure. Sierra Canyon? Sheesh, come on now. Celebrity status, man. We need it all. We need it all.
0: Uh, Ashton is the son of former NBA All-Star and, you know, shoe legend Penny Hardaway. So, uh he's going to go to Memphis to play for his dad. And then we got Trey Parker committed who I've only seen his highlights but they're all absolutely electric. Uh this is crazy. He plays at um he plays at uh he plays for overtime elite, uh committed to NC State. Uh really excited to see this one in in person. Yeah, no, he's a freak athlete. <laughs> freak <laughs> athlete. Next, we have Rayvon Griffith, who's seventieth on the ESPN Top 100 list. From Cincinnati, Ohio, headed to Cincinnati to play his college basketball. He he's um, he's an AZ Compass Prep kid. So you know, we've seen this team play um, time in and time out. Seems like this kid's really good too.
1: I'm excited to see him, man. We got so many freak athletes playing in this game. Like it's going to be a lot of highlights, crazy highlights. Hey, you better watch your head, That's all I'm saying. Cause you will get dunked on. Like move out the way. Just let him get it.
0: And and we got we got Arizona product true Washington. I believe True is headed to New Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. Uh I spent my first year of college in New Mexico. A really good league guard who's explosive and can go and get you a bucket and and run your team. Um I love this kid. Eighty eighth on the ESPN top one hundred.
1: No, he's for sure going to New Mexico. But yeah, I mean Arizona boy too, right? Hey, Arizona's Arizona got a lot of hoopers out there, man. Arizona got a lot of big time hoopers.
0: Fun fact, he's young, he's younger than him, but apparently he's uh Ty, Ty Washington's uncle. Um we'll we'll talk about that later off the show. That's weird, but uh Jackson sure. Shell's dad, Oregon, Oregon commit and Oregon product, uh from the state of Oregon. Uh kind of um kind of a um for the most part of high school has been underrated but has recently uh, seen a rise in his ranking, thirty-six on the top 100 list. And he's just, you know, he's a he's an undersized lead guard that, you know, you know, overachieves, I I would say. He's just a really good player, high IQ, and, you know, does more than you expect him to do, uh, given his stature and his frame.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, hey, let's talk, let's talk about somebody who was like that. Trey Young came in, what, 5'11", foot. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect him to be what he is now. He's a franchise tag player. Like, Hey, man, tap into the ball's life game. It's going to be oh, something.
0: Hold on, hold on. We got the girls roster now, too. Oh, we, got, we got Tessa Johnson now. Tessa Johnson. She's a, a really good prospect, and she's, she's number 25 in the ESPN Top 100 from South Carolina. I mean, headed to South Carolina from Albertville, Minnesota. Look at her. She can go. No, these girls are going toe to toe, man. I'm ready to see this. I want to see who takes the stage.
1: Is yeah. this the first, uh, first ever girls' ball's life? Yeah. Absolutely. First one.
0: First one in existence. Iconic. This is going to yeah. be an iconic event right here. I agree. We got Tessa Johnson. And then next we have Layla Reynolds. Layla Reynolds is a really good player from. Uh, oh, Layla Reynolds, you see, she's a she's a little she's a she's a bigger she's a bigger player, and she's number nineteen on the ESPN top one hundred. Six foot two, going to Florida from Prince George's County, Maryland. You see her; she looks like she's a stretch, bigger, big girl, but can put it on the floor. Probably play one through four. So look at her.
1: Yeah, she's she's six two, going coast to coast. It's tough,
0: man. hmm And we next Madison we have Mad- Bo- next we have Madison Booker. Madison Booker is from is number twelve in the ESPN top one hundred. She's going to UT, so Austin, so Texas. She's from uh, Mid Mid uh, Ridgeland, Ma- uh, Mississippi. We got some Southern girls out here that can hoop too. Six foot one, it can go. It's crazy, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Do it! Look at you, all these six
1: two, six one girls bring it down the floor. <laughs> handling- oh my gosh, Hannah!
0: Hannah Hidalgo, number five on ESPN top 100 list. Five foot seven. She's my a little guy headed to Notre Dame from Merchantsville, New Jersey. Look oh at Oh my gosh, bro, she is shifty, dog. Look oh, at Oh, she, she got nasty finishes, all that, man. I, man, I, I need to be front and center for this one right here. These girls can go, bro.
1: Yeah, she's getting highlights for sure. She's gonna mix something up. You know, she's shifty as hell.
0: I'm. Not, I i would not guard if
1: I was. I wouldn't guard if I was in the ball like game. I'd have somebody else guard her. Cause God. Nah,
0: bro. Nah, bro. Absolutely not. Or we're face guarding her. She can't. She can't touch the ball. Haley Woolston. Now, Haley Woolston. She is. Oh, Kaylee Woolston. See, I'm. It looks like an H. She's a five ten guard from Highland, Utah, headed to their home state school, BYU. Uh, I mean, she looks like she can shoot really good, as you can see. You know. Those Utah girls and guys usually got a strap. So uh, <laughs> I'm looking for her to win the three-point contest as well. Look at her. Hey, that's that's shoot that thing is automatic.
1: Yeah, you're right. I think she she's winning the three-point contest. I'm calling it.
0: <laughs> it's that little her. huh, right here, every time. Yeah, right here, right. Here. Every time. <laughs> textbook, real textbook. Her whole highlight was, was Steph Curry threes. Look at her. Uh right. with the balls life all American game, May 6th, Ritos College. We're going to have three-point contests, slam dunk contests. Obviously, you know we're playing two games, girls and guys. Make sure you're there. Buy your tickets now, all right? Or you're going to miss out on the 10th annual Balls Life All-American game. I will be devastated if I couldn't make that. All right. Uh, Lastly, our favorite segment of the day, Street Ball Clip of the Week. Isaac, what you got, player? I got you, man. We got you got this seven foot
1: six guard shooting a three ball and running and getting the put back. What is that?
0: You know what that is? The number one pick in the draft. Absolutely. Like nobody in the world could do this besides him. Maybe Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's about it. But besides them two, nobody can do that the way that he just did it so effortlessly. So oh that's God. absolutely nasty. I've never seen it's this way. before. Have you, have you ever seen this? Now. No. Is this? Is this humanly possible? I've seen it happen before, but not like this. Like how effortless it was. Never seen somebody do it like he's doing it right now. Like, look, bro. Like he didn't. He didn't even run to it. Like he kind of like halfway jogged to it. You know what I mean? His 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 legs are just so long. It didn't matter. Look at it. And then he, he didn't even jump his highest, bro. This is a, so effortless. Though. I was like, like, he used half of his vertical right here. Look. it's uh, nasty. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's wearing number one because he's going to be number one. Smitty Warber, Man, Jaeger, Jensen. He was number one. Um, hey. Nice. just got a text about DJ Davis from a college. They're asking me about DJ Davis. Come on now. Who isn't gonna ask about DJ Davis? DJ Davis. I'm saying okay, my clip. You know, we got a lot of guys out here that have a clip and can shoot, but not quite like my man right here. Check this out. Dog. Oh my god, this is this is a throwback to uh Hoosiers Hickory High School 19, whatever that was. Okay, ain't no way anybody should be able to shoot like this nowadays. This looks like a jump okay. shot when. From basketball was invented. <laughs> no, for real, that's exactly. What it is. But nonetheless, my man has a strap ball. Like this shit is cash every single time. Like, I just don't know how people grow up and learn how to shoot like this. Like, like, were you on an island? You didn't ever watch basketball before and just picked it up and figured it out. Like, I don't get it. But hey, man, shout out to him though. Like, he's making a wave. Like, uh, I'm sure there's guys out there that shoot like this at 24. They're insecure about their jumpers. And, and he's showing them, you could play on a circuit team, playing shooting like this.
1: <laughs> how, how do you even like pick up a jumper like that and keep it like that? Like yes,
0: I'm, I'm dumbfounded, bro. Like I, like you must live on a deserted island and never watch basketball or something. Are you just were like an, an asshole or like man, fuck it? I'm gonna shoot how I want to shoot. Look at that. Look at it. That's, oh my gosh! And it's quick too. Like like D's trying to pause it so we can see it. Like his shot is, is lightning quick too. So it's not much you can say about it. I, I just, I really want to see how he gets his jumper when he's ha- doing a one dribble pull up. That's what I want to see. Like that little step in was nothing, but the one dribble pull up, I want to see how he gets it off. Yeah,
1: I'm curious to see that too,
0: man. <laughs> hey, man. We had a lot to talk about today, but that's all the time we have. Um, we really appreciate you guys coming through make sure you guys like subscribe to the balls Life podcast network turn on your notifications and ring that bell and tell your friends tell your daddy tell your mama tell your granny tell your bessie tell tell, tell your enemies all that all right the tell kids. everybody kids your wives your, your husbands everybody okay we really appreciate you guys coming into balls life street ball episode 29 with dom and isaac we really appreciate you but we're out yes, sir
1: do you know